for me. Throw this down for a catch. Uh, I don't have a quarrel with you, teacher. We've been doing this all night. Nothing. Everything that grows here is immaculate. Except for the people. You're such a miserable lot. You worship one god, and yet you're all divided. Only one language keeps that peace. None speak it. You are the great Nicodemus. I serve only God. Yes. Yes, so do your enemies. Rogue preachers in the wilderness, raving about a coming Messiah. Sam, you're scared lost everything, burned every bridge. If I don't catch a ton of fish, I'll get some help somehow. They'll arrest me. I'm trapped. No more talking, Simon. Maybe God can get your attention now. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. a miracle. You are healed. What do you want from me? Follow me. He performs miracles and seeks no credit? Who did this? I don't know his name. His time for men to know has not yet come. For so long we believe. You have much bigger things ahead of you, Simon, son of John. Anything is possible now. Don't you see? Would you at least know him if you saw him again? I will know him for the rest of my life. <laughs> I'm Dallas, director of The Chosen. You know, last year, over 15,000 people from around the world crowdfunded a record-breaking $10 million to create an original series outside the Hollywood system. Now, we created this so the world can experience Jesus in a way that's never been done before. And what you just saw is a glimpse of season one. Go to thechosen.tv and you'll get a free 48-hour pass to watch episode one in advance. This project has been an incredible ride, and we'd love for you to join us. That was the trailer for The Chosen. I wanted to play that for you guys. And um, it really is a good series. You should really check it out. Um, You can go on YouTube and you can watch all the um, eight episodes for free, which is really great. Um, That's how they've been. um, They've actually had a record break, especially with this, uh, what you call it, um, uh, quarantine, 
uh, it was impressive. It was really, really um, impressive because a lot of people, uh, including uh, John Henry Weston, he interviewed uh, Jonathan Rumi on uh, LifeSite News. You can actually catch it on YouTube. It's, uh, it was pretty, uh, it was great. It was really great because the actor himself, the one who's playing the, the lead, the lead role, Jesus, um, he's Catholic. Uh, and, uh, it's great. I think it's fantastic. Uh, the series is all set in 2000 years ago in, uh, the Holy Land and, uh, three years before the crucifixion. So they have the um, Dallas Jenkins is approaching it from a very uh, narrative approach from the perspective of the um, of of the people who encounter Christ. Uh, you heard the voice of Nicodemus. Uh, you heard the uh, there's an actress playing Mary Magdalene. You have actors playing the role of Simon Peter and Andrew and the other apostles. So it's approaching it from a very um, soap opera-like drama that will lead up to the, um, obviously, the Passion play. How long um, they're going to do it uh, depends on their approach to the story. Um, Jonathan Rumi is, um, uh, is fantastic. He um, It's all done, I think, in a very careful way. The first episode, uh, which will, you'll, you'll meet with, um, Mary Magdalene and Nicodemus. I don't want to spoil it for you. I don't want to give any more spoilers, but, uh, you have to, um, I want you to check it out yourselves because it really is something you, your family, your friends, uh, can, can really participate in and watch, especially with this, uh, you know, pandemic, um, this going on and you, everybody has to be home now that we're ordered like little children to stay home and everything. But I think personally, it's a, it's a good, fair approach. I think you should really watch it. Uh, you sit down, you can even go back and watch it again. They're not, they're not putting any limit. Uh, and also they are, um, if you can possibly give a donation, he doesn't really, uh, he's not begging, but if people actually have donated, people have actually taken part in and only that it's not just protestants even dallas jenkins is not a a, uh, a catholic but he definitely i think has uh gotten attention he got some heat uh because the way he did the um uh the birth of uh jesus um he kind of approached it from which a lot of protestants uh, because we they don't really understand Catholic dog, dog, dogma and theology that we don't believe that Mary gave birth to Jesus in pain because the fact that Jesus himself is the redeemer, that he's here to redeem uh, humanity and therefore his mother would not have given, to him, given him birth in pain because uh, she is the Immaculate Conception and therefore she was uh, free from the fallen nature of, of, of Adam and Eve. And therefore there was no need for, um, her to give birth in, uh, in pain. Uh, it's, it's something that, uh, that needs 
to be understood uh, carefully. I know a lot of Protestants tend to approach it with a very suspicious approach to the whole thing, which is understandable. Understandable because they don't really think about these sort of things uh, as much. But Mariology is deeply rooted in Christology. That's a different talk for a different time. So um, let me read you this article. So this article is from LifeSite News. It's by Dorothy Cummings McLean. It's, she's a blogger. Uh, the Chosen, an amazing series about Jesus that even your Christian snubbing friends will watch. <laughs> uh, the Christian film is so good that it helped me kick the Netflix habit. All right. Uh, okay, Dorothy Cummings. All right, so... Edinburgh, Scotland. Okay, now I can understand where the term snubbing <laughs> comes from. All right. Uh, it would have to be someone in the United Kingdom that would use that term. But it's, it's, a, it's a cute term. Um, Edinburgh, Scotland, April 24th, tw uh, 2020. There's an addictive new show online, but you won't find it on Netflix. In fact, you can watch the first eight episodes for free, and that's not even the best news. The best news is that it, it's a miniseries about Jesus of Nazareth, and it's really very good. It's really very good. The Chosen is that very rare bra uh, bird, a Christian film that even your friends who snub Christian films will catch uh, and want to watch it. Sums up the problem very well. The brainchild of filmmaker Dallas Jenkins, The Chosen, has original ideas, gripping storyline, good actors, convincing sets, and an engaging contemporary quality, even though its first season is set in 28 AD. I've seen four episodes, and I'm completely hooked. This is a show for everyone who has ever wondered where Jesus was staying before he met the first apostles by the Sea of Galilee. Uh, Jenkins imagines clever, a clever carpenter worthy lean-to, or what, it's like to live, uh, what, what it was like to live in Capernaum during the Romans, Roman occupation, crushed by heavy tax, a tax bill. It also fleshes out saints whom Christians uh, alive today know best from scripture, traditions, and paintings. The results are lifelike and convincing. Two brilliant examples of Jenkins' ability to make old friends new are Mary Magdalene, played by Elizabeth Tabish, and Nicodemus, by Eric uh, uh, Avari, Avari, who um, I'm guessing I'm pronouncing his name correctly, who we, we meet Mary when she is known as Lilith, an unfortunate uh, in, in Capernaum's smelly red district subject to possession by, yes, even seven devils. The viewer is treated to flashbacks of Mary's happy Jewish childhood and a visual explanation of how she fell on such hard times without the filmmakers introducing anything unsuitable uh, for Christian viewing. We can also guess how Mary s scraps together her living. Nicodemus, by contrast, lives a highly respectable life as a famous rabbi with an elegant wife, forced by the Romans to attend uh, to the peace-breaking uh, Mary. Nicodemus is troubled when his exorcism doesn't work, despite his 
uh, scholarship, piety, and real concern for the woman, he can't drive out the demons. We're not afraid of you, they snarl. As Mary struggled to end her misery one way or another, I found myself praying in the direction of my computer screen. Oh, Lord, when are you, go- when are you coming? I wailed. My deeply emotional response to Jenkins' filmmaking was not new. Brothers Jeff and Neil uh, Herman, co-founders of Vidangel Studios, cried when they watched Jenkins' 2017 pilot episode for a proposed new show about a shepherd in Bethlehem. The story had the same creativity and conviction Jenkins would bring to The Chosen. Posted to social media, it got 15 million views. That's quite amazing. You see, there is a lot of people out there that want this kind of stuff, that want this kind of entertainment, that want this kind of Christian uh, culture, but the Hollywood elite just don't, you know, don't really care for, don't care for this. They're not paying attention. They have no idea that they have audiences out there, but there is a, uh, a competing immoral uh, subculture, um, so secular culture that doesn't want this. It's, this is quite amazing. It's quite impressive, really. I felt my heart shot for joy, Neil Herman said in an interview. It's, it was done in such a fresh and new way. There's a lot of ways. Yeah, there is truth. There's a lot of ways you can do this. Um, I didn't think that Roma Downey, I thought Roma Downey, her husband, was a, a fair uh, approach. I think they had it. And I think the problem was, is that I think they're, the series, the way they did it, the episodes, and I think the approach was a little rushed. I think maybe they were trying to to do as much as they can and pull out as much stories that connected as possible, but they could have taken their time. I think they rushed through it. I think Dallas Jenkins approached it correctly, even though I'm sure it he ran through a timeline because money goes by fast. You can raise that money very quickly and it can go really fast because you got to remember you got a crew, you got a set, you got to rent, you got to get a license and everything to, to, to film. And, Paying people, you're paying people by the clock, and money goes by fast. I've heard about that. You know, you know, ten million, twenty million, or even eighty million dollars, whatever he raises, may give him a little bit more time, but eventually it's going to run out. It really is going to run out. Um, so let's continue. All right. So I felt my heart shout for joy. Neil Herman said in an interview, "It was done in such a fresh and new way." It's very, you know, it's it's you know, it's very interesting. It's very good. So, uh, the series was uh, obviously um, it got attention because it had a fresh and new way of uh, telling the New Testament story, and that's a very important thing because you have to understand is that uh, I know I've read this by uh, many Catholic saints and uh, commentators that. The New Testament is meant for interaction. It's meant for interaction. Yes, the Gospels are written about Jesus. And it doesn't give us all the details because it's meant to draw you into the story because it's meant for encounter. And this is is, uh, because of the inspiration of the Holy Spirit because that's why it makes it scripture. 
That's why the whole Bible is meant for interaction. You, the Ignatius, uh, Saint Ignatius Loyola, I love the saint. I don't care about the Jesuits. That's a different story. Used a meditation practice. You encountering Christ in your imagination and in your meditation. And that the Holy Spirit guides that because it's our, our imaginations are sanctified because Christ himself, who was, who is human, took upon all the traits of a human being without sin. And he had an imagination just like us. And he, you, you know, you use your imagination in meditation, contemplation, and prayer. You can use your imagination. That you shouldn't be afraid of. But I think when I remember seeing the interview with Dallas Jenkins, that, you know, Protestants are just not into that because they're a little weary about that. They're a little worried about using imagination in such a way. Anyway, let's continue. My deeply emotional response to Jenkins' filmmaking was not new. Brothers Jeff and Neil Herman, co-founders of VidAngel uh, Vid Studios, cried when they watched Jenkins' 2017 pilot episode for a proposal, a new show, a proposed new show about a shepherd in Bethlehem. The story had become uh, had the same creativity and conviction Jenkins would bring to the chosen. Posted to social media, it got 15 million views. Okay. I felt my heart shot for joy, okay, Neil uh, Herman said in an interview, but it was done in such a fresh and new way. The, the, to raise money for what would become The Chosen, the growing production team took advantage of equity, uh, crowdfunding, a form of online funding in which people interested in the project can buy shares. They raised more than $10 million from more than 15,000 shareholders by the end of their first fundraising uh, in 2019. When you see the pilot episode, you'll understand why. To put my discovery of The Chosen into a spiritual context, I had grown very sick of my lockdown Hollywood fare, sick of the violence, sick of the sex scenes, sick of going to bed in a, in a bad temper. The morning after watching the first two episodes of The Chosen, I woke up thinking about Jesus. Last night, I took the Bible to bed with me and reread the verses I had seen uh, I had seen brought to life in the fourth episode. I woke up wondering what will happen next. This can only be good. The makers of The Chosen hope to raise enough money to... Uh, shoot seven seasons and uh, and beat what Fox News called Game of Thrones, billion viewer record. Given the heartfelt beliefs of Jenkins and his team, this is clearly not for the cash, but to introduce millions of people to Jesus of Nazareth in a fresh new way. I sincerely hope they succeed, and meanwhile, I foresee a problem. What to watch between episodes eight and the start of season two? Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I, I, I understand what, uh, what she's saying because it's, um, only eight episodes and it will go quickly. <laughs> yes, that's the sad problem about the whole things. Uh, this is a nice article. It's not long. I was hoping it to be a little longer, uh, by Dorothy Cummings McLean. Um, she lives in Edinburgh, Scotland. She, uh, is a blogger. She, this article was, um, was printed on LifeSite. You go to the LifeSite website and you will get um, a link right to the uh, Chosen on YouTube. 
or you go directly to YouTube and type The Chosen. And you get go to the uh, YouTube page, subscribe to it, and um, you can get a link. Uh, you'll have Dallas Jenkins come on and he'll give you an introduction before every episode. And then, um, you know, just go through it. And then after each episode, he um, tends to, um, he gets the chance to interview some of the staff, uh, the cast of The the Chosen. It's really very good, folks. Uh, you know, I do, I do recommend it. And it's, uh, it's fantastic. Um, you get each episode, you will get a little introduction. He gives you a slight a typological uh, typology. Uh, before the episode, a little bit of the New Te- Old Testament to set the, the stage for what's going to happen in the episode. It's very good. And I really recommend you that uh, that you should uh, get a chance to pro- uh, watch it. You know, there's been um, many Bible films. I mean, you have, um, you can go on uh, YouTube, you can see scenes from the original Ten Commandments, uh, a silent picture. There's even um, the greatest story, or the King of Kings, the King of Kings, a silent picture, the first. And then you have uh, obviously uh, the one with Charlton Heston. You got Bible films, uh, tons of them. Each one approaching, each one is a product of its time. Uh, even Jesus of Nazareth is a product of its time, but it still stands the test of time. It's actually a wonderful series. Uh, it has its flaws in its own way. Uh, there's always politics involved. That's the one thing, unfortunately, there's always politics involved. Uh, Gibson's film, The Passion of the Christ, proved that. There was a lot of opposition against it uh, because people thought films like his uh, would never be made ever again. But he proved him wrong. It can be made again. It can be done. And Gibson approached it differently, that it had a great, fantastic effect on uh, Protestant views about about filmmaking. Um, it's true, because you can see that. You can see the influence of Mel Gibson's on the Bible series or the Son of God. They took what was on the set, uh, on, on the TV, which was done through the History Channel, and they brought it onto the big screen, if you remember. Uh, it had, it, it, it was very Sunday school to some approach. And you can see the influence of the crucifixion and the passion in it. And you can see it in, um, in, in all over. Protestants grabbed hold of Gibson's film. And on their Protestant uh, TV stations, they actually still play the passion on there they still every either in christmas time or in easter you see it it's there uh the one thing i haven't seen the passion being played on is on ewtn and i don't think that was because of ewtn i truly believe it's because the bishops because i ewtn has fallen under the hands of the uh the bishops of, of the united states uh, they wanted to get their hands on her EWTN station for a long time, and they did. And you can see there's changes. There's changes in there. It's sad, but it's true. So anyway, when it ended here, and uh, I'll get back to you guys again later. So God bless. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit.